Microphone check. Mic check one two. Put your lighters up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host Donnie Rowe. Man, Zay Dollars here. And we here with another real nigga installment <laughs> <laughs> of the Smoked Out Conversation Podcast. Where I and my brother. Yes, people, this is my blood brother. Where I and my blood brother roll up some quality weed. Quality strong. Yes. And have strong. Yes, and have a quality conversation. Gotta grab this because why the fuck did the TV just turn off? Right. The fuck? Don't you see us watching a goddamn game? Right. While we watch the game and talk about a series of subjects. Fuckers. Fuck is you thinking? And talk real shit. Dumbass technology nowadays. Excuse me, guys. But shit, to be honest, this shit is a dub, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it is. They're getting their ass dub. These niggas is getting smoked. But on to the real topic of conversation. Right. Depends on how you want to kick this off, though, because shit. You said you had something on your chest. Yeah, because... Motherfucker's been enduring some bullshit <coughs> lately, bro. Some right. Bullshit lately. Tell me why. So, how you feel about this? So, you in a club, right? I had a conversation with, with one of my homies. Mm-hmm. And I asked the nigga, was he going to such and such party, right? Right. Bro, I say, no, nah, he ain't going to the party. <laughs> so, I said, okay. You know what I mean? We just talking, so I'm like, all right, why? Like, why you <laughs> to the party? <laughs> Tell me why, folks say, bro say, he not going to the party because he not trying to step outside and spend a hundred on drinks. So I say, what, like, why, like, what's the problem with spending a hundred on drinks? Bro got, went to going on this tangent about how your money got to make you money and shit like that. But it's like. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have fun, my nigga. Right, but it's like, bro, a hundred dollars. Right, a hundred dollars. You could spend a hundred dollars and make five hundred dollars. I wish you could have. Right, that's what I'm saying. I wish you could have heard the conversation though, because like as we was going on and on, and you know, and you know, he damn near just like me. So it's like we we sitting up here saying the craziest shit to reinforce each other's points, right? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas, say, I don't know. Like I don't know. Hold on, let me let me get high off this weed real quick. Maybe it'll come back up. <laughs> this nigga, we are using a bong this time. Well, just just this once. This nigga, he needed to hit the bong, so I ain't tripping. I'm not even gonna say just this once. <coughs> we can bring out the bong more often. I just don't be smoking out that shit <coughs> because it's not a lot of weed. Point it down. Point it more down. <laughs> it's not gonna burn your hand. Hold on, let me show you. Let me see. I gotta get hit off that bitch. You left handed and then pull it yeah. in. <coughs> yeah, I'm left handed. <coughs> like this. <coughs> you do it like this, uh-huh. that motherfucker not gonna burn your hand. Because once it catches that. Right. That's not gonna burn your hand. I know that bitch did get hot though, didn't? It? Yeah, that bitch did get yeah, hot. Yeah, that means you gotta you uh point it a little bit more down. If you feel it on your thumb, point that bitch a little bit more down or shit like at this angle right here. 
Y'all mm. motherfucker gonna be thorough for you. But shit, next time I caught you though. Hold on. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, that's a lot of fucking smoke. Let me pull that out. There you go. Yeah, bro. There's some new smoke too So our lungs gotta get used to this shit Yeah this is some new smoke (coughs) Some apple fritters and uh, green goblin Yeah My bro told me about this shit I said anything named green goblin I'ma smoke that shit I think that's about it with this motherfucker. Oh no, shit. Shit. <coughs> nah, bro. I just don't understand niggas' mentalities on a lot of shit nowadays. Uh-huh. Like, you won't spend $100 on drinks, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to slide out to spend $100 on drinks. That's cool. Right. But you'll spend more than that on some shoes, on some on a shirt. Right. On shit like that. Right. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't understand the correlation. Niggas got their priorities <clears throat> fucked up. Real shit. Right. Mm. No, you finished that one. Or people, or what I'm saying is the shit. It's more about value at the end of the day. The right. fuck? More about value because shit. Right. I don't see how somebody could say, oh, I'm not finna. You know what I mean? Spend a hundred on drink, but you'll spend two hundred on the tea. Like that shit don't make no sense to me. Right. <clears throat> but shit, I can't say that. I can't talk shit like that though. Shit. Although sometimes I am one frugal motherfucker when I want to be, but that's just part of the last name. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I used to be when I kind of am still in a sense, but it's like. I understand as money moves, like, the more I spend money, the more I'm going to make it. In a <coughs> right. These niggas really sitting here down the dub. <laughs> right, but the more I spend money, the more I'm going to make it shit. Cause, well, not necessarily. And I'm not really trying to make it seem like I'm up in here talking about I trick off all my bread. But it's like, <clears throat> damn, bro, $100. Listen. As much money as I make, sometimes a nigga just got to spend a hundo just to have fun. It's Nowadays, like, how do you spend a hundred dollars in, you know what I mean? And don't leave? have fun. Right. I mean, well, what I was trying to say is like, how do you, you can't go nowhere without spending a hundred dollars nowadays. Yeah, Gas, nowadays. $50 shit. Right. But yeah, like I said, a hundred dollars ain't shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can make that back. You can make double that. And that's what I'm saying, so why you know, trip on Right. Sometimes a nigga just want to spend a hundred on some drinks, get drunk, get feel good. Niggas be working nonstop. Sometimes you got to stop and enjoy life sometimes. That's my damn problem. All like, I do is ain't work. Ain't nothing wrong with being a hard worker. Ain't nothing wrong with grinding. But sometimes niggas just got to really enjoy life. Because, like, it's all the fuck you got. That money ain't going to go away. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That money ain't going to go away <clears throat> at all. 
Sometimes you just gotta have fun. Just like when niggas be getting on me. None of you smoke too much. No, this is fun for me. This is my peace. If I didn't smoke as much as I did, I'd probably be going upside a nigga head right now. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen if I didn't smoke as much. When's the last time you went without smoking for real, for real? You for real, for real? A month ago? I went cold turkey for about damn near three weeks. Word? Yeah. Why? Just to show, show niggas I got self-control. Bro, this nigga's... He's freaking these niggas. <laughs> he is getting I say, bro, busy. this nigga... I couldn't even finish my sentence. I say, bro, this nigga... Right. That nigga going crazy. You said, but just to practice control? Yeah, self-control. See? And it makes me wonder if I have a lot of that. Because I'm the type of motherfucker, bro... <coughs> And you already know how I am. 25 I'm picks. the type of motherfucker. <laughs> they gonna be down 30 ball. I'm the type of motherfucker to where I, I like and know. And Larry fits at the game. I know. You know what I mean? Like, I be knowing right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But I be doing the shit. I be devil, doing the devilish shit anyway. <laughs> it's damn near like if I got the option to listen to the angel on my shoulder or the devil, I'm going to listen to the devil. What <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Like, if I have to debate on whether I should say it or not, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm that way. For real. I have to develop a habit of having a, somebody, an a angel and a devil on my shoulder. Because my first instinct is to say this shit and then deal with the consequence. Like, off rip, that's what you do? Off rip. So you don't ever, so you don't ever be like... Maybe I shouldn't do that, or maybe I shouldn't say that. It's just either it got said or it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that probably ain't gonna be good. Right, and I think that's why a lot of niggas wanna snuff me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you be talking greasy? You be talking greasy to niggas still? I don't talk greasy, I talk from the heart. I mean, don't take it personally if I call you a bitch ass nigga. It's just from the heart. Because you did something that warned me saying that about you. I mean, if you if you gotta say that about a nigga, then shit. I don't even want to kick it with you after yeah. I call you a bitch ass nigga. Real talk. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you a bitch ass nigga for some small shit, imagine what you're gonna be for some big shit happening. <coughs> <coughs> Part of the reason I smoke weed now is because beforehand. At my age, I start to care about shit that I shouldn't care about. <coughs> Normally, I'm like, why the fuck am I caring about this shit? This this makes no sense to me. But, when I smoke, it intensifies the not give a fuck attitude I already had. Because, uh, like for instance, I, start, I was caring about a bitch that ain't mine at one point. That's the worst thing to do, shit. Right, that's the absolute worst thing to do. That's a fucking sin on the block. Let me just poke some of this down. Shit, go ahead and clap that hands. Where's that <laughs> where button is it? Right that one right there. God damn. Hey, you got some shit like that, baby, every episode. <laughs> <laughs> man, life, man. Life teaches you things. Yeah, that shit is sick as hell. I ain't gonna lie. For real. I'll never, I'll damn near never stress over a female that is mine. Right. And, and, and you should. 
<coughs> Excuse me. And you shouldn't. And that's where I was realizing, like, yo, I fucked up. So I started smoking more. Because when little shit, when I started caring about that bitch, I'm like, why do I care about you? You're doing everything I expect you to do, but yet I'm caring about it. Bro, speaking of that fucking word expect, G, you said some shit last week, and I practiced that shit this week, (coughs) and some days it worked, and some days that motherfucker just didn't, so I guess it's just a repetition thing with the the not giving a fuck or not, like... No, yeah, you gotta... It it becomes repetitious, because I do it so much as muscle memory. So, like I said, even with old girl, I'm sitting here mad at myself for caring because I generally don't. And I expected you to do this. I expected her to be this be this type of female. Like So it, why you kick it with her then? Because <clears throat> I was hoping she proved me wrong. Sometimes when a motherfucker do some stupid shit, you gotta look like, no, this nigga did it. I'ma see if he does it again. Because it throws you off guard. Sometimes stupid shit can throw you off guard whether you give a fuck or not. There's no trump card for a reaction to some stupid shit. And you know what I've been reading a lot uh, a lot more lately? Mm-hmm. Damn, that nigga Chris Paul just got that motherfucker right back. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> it's that. <coughs> they were there, I kept on reading that. Your reaction matters more than the action in a sense. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I really don't agree with that shit. First, no, you got to peep it like this. When someone tells you something and they the get fuck? the sense that you don't give a fuck, they're going to react worse than what they should because now they realize you don't give a fuck. So they're not acting out of anger. They're acting just to get you to give a fuck. <laughs> Think about it. It's more people that get mad at me for being nonchalant opposed to anything else. Not what I did to get you pissed off. The fact that you're getting pissed off and I'm just looking at you like, all right, you're angry. (laughs) Shit. Now, they like, oh, so you pissed me off and you don't give a fuck that you pissed me off. So now I'm going to do more shit just to get you to care. And when they realize it don't work, that's when they get ignorant. See, if motherfuckers get ignorant of me, I'm getting ignorant back, fool. But that's the that's <clears> the <throat> downside to being a row. That's the downside to being a row because once ignorance is involved, <laughs> that's our specialty. That's what we know. We have a master's, though we have a PhD in ignorance. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Ignorance and violence, goddammit. Yes, we have a PhD in ignorance and violence. Some of the shit motherfuckers was telling me, I'm like, yeah, bro, your ass is crazy. Like, because of my last name, I done hooked on niggas for an unhookable offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that shit, too. I can't lie. Like, why would I hook on you for this? This is a unhookable offense. <laughs> this is the type of this, like it, like the type of shit that you just did, my G, should have only got you cussed out. Why is my foot in your ass? Like, come on now. To be honest, one thing I'm glad that 
one lesson I did learn is to not tolerate disrespect from anybody. But then again, as you go on, I just had to realize what I what I took as disrespect. I right. just had to change what I took as disrespect. <coughs> like I was reading this book. <clears throat> I actually read it a couple years ago. But shit, it's called The Four Agreements. And the one of the I think it's either the first or second agreement. He said don't take shit personal. Mm-hmm. And it's like once I once I tie both of them motherfuckers in, like hand in hand, shit just got so much smoother in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much harder now to piss me off than it was before. Like, as far as pissing me, you have a better chance convincing Ellen DeGeneres to suck dick before you <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Like, seriously. You have a better chance at that than pissing me off on some frivolous shit. Bro, I need to get back to the... I'm trying to get back to the old version of me, like 2013, 2012, to where... I didn't give a fuck to the point to where if you said some shit, right. I'll just look at your ass. Like, as some, like it was a, at a point in time, bro, where if a motherfucker pissed me off, bro, right. I just wouldn't. Re- or if you said some stupid shit, I wouldn't respond to what you said. I'll just look like. Right. Fuck. Just like, for instance, it's, there's hookable offenses. Like, some hookable offenses, I'm not going to hook on you all. You see what I'm saying? But I would think about it. Like, for instance, the number one hookable offense is when a nigga tell you to suck his dick. Wait, what, nigga? Yes. Hey, hey bro, come on now, dog. number one hookable offense. Come on, man. Is a motherfucker saying, suck my dick to you. That's number one hookable. Are you talking about in the form, in the, okay, in the form in of disrespect? Yeah. yeah, in the form of disrespect. <laughs> That, like, yeah, somebody said it to you. They think you a bitch, mm-hmm. like a purebred bitch. When they say that, you have to hook them. You don't do that. That's the ultimate disrespect. That's like right under spitting on me, <laughs> offering me your penis, nigga. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Dog, come on, man. Like, dog, your shit go get folded. I'm gonna beat piss down your leg after I beat the shit out of you. You keep, man. Don't you ever offer me your penis, nigga. I'll beat your head. That's a hookable offense. See? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. That's very, that's utterly disrespectful. Right. (coughs) Now that's an automatic hook on. You see what I'm saying? But, for instance, there are niggas who hook on niggas for calling them a bitch flat out. <laughs> I mean, I, shit. It depends on how you take the word, though. Like, if a nigga call me a bitch right now, I'm like, that make you feel better, <laughs> my G? You all right? See, I haven't reached that level of peace. Because well, I'm one of them niggas. Right. I'll be walking down the street, hey, dog, you a bitch. But, like I said, it's the last name, and you're younger, so you have the energy to beat somebody else. <laughs> See, and, I do. 
Yeah. What in the fuck? That is true. You see what I'm saying? What, you 25? Mm-hmm. You have the energy to beat somebody ass. I'm 35. Sometimes I got to think about the energy I'm going to use. <laughs> Sometimes I have to. <clears throat> but I'm going to take that lesson and I'm going to use it now. Because that low key, mm-hmm. that low key would improve patience, my patience. Right. Because think about what you just said. But think about it in a in a different sense. All right. Just because I have the energy doesn't mean I should use the energy on that bullshit. But that was the <clears> point <throat> of what I said. And I was hoping you catch all to it, which you did. But then again, your last name is also Roe. So you go catch on the shit quickly. Yeah, see, you know what I'm <laughs> What y'all gotta understand is, as long as you listen to us, you gonna hear about our last name a lot. And it's not because we're gonna mention it a million times, it's because our last name is gonna carry so much weight, you gonna respect every role in the universe because of us. No cop shit. That that last name comes with some responsibility. Swicking his ass, boy. Fuck you. That last name comes with a lot of responsibility. So these niggas hooping. Yeah. Oh, these niggas. Is I said that before he made the shot. Yes. These yeah. niggas hooping. But yeah. Thirty. Yeah. They they gave them a thirty piece wing with extra mild sauce. God damn. They get their ass free delivery too. Fuck right. is you talking about? <laughs> and another Lakers backup doing business. Is he from the Tracy his ass? Yes. 31? Bro, this shit is ridiculous. No, Dude. but they actually, but Phoenix actually has home court advantage now. This is legit home court advantage. Man, bro. But yeah, back to what I was saying. Yeah, that's the point of me saying that shit, though. Yeah, message uh, sent us. I forgot the saying. I'm too damn fried for that shit. But yeah, y'all ass got the you you got that energy to knock a nigga out. But you don't always have to use the energy to knock a nigga out. And see, <clears throat> I think I think using that to solve a major problem, because. I do feel like shit. I use a lot of energy, bro. Because I, I put myself, like, for instance, when I meditate, I always want to hear the rainforest. You see what I'm saying? I like the noise that's in this, that's in the headphones right now, low key. Right. I don't know what to call it. It's a soft-ass hiss. Yeah. But this shit is, like, soothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do see what you mean, though. I feel like this, though. I wish there was a way I could kind of, like, meditate all the time, like, mentally, in a sense. Because my mind moves too fast, which is why I tend to use a lot more energy than I should. Right. Because it's like, say, for example, I'll try to, and my mom says it all the time. She tells me all the time. She (coughs) she says, you, you try to sprint to the end. And it's like, what she means by the end, she don't mean, like, death in a sense. She mean like I'm the type of person <coughs> that tries to get rich tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was like like so you have to realize like this, like when you get to that point, what are you gonna do? 
And I was like, well, shit, I always find something else to do. But it's like, hmm. why does my mind think that way? You know what I mean? At what point are you going to calm down in a sense? Right, right. And it was uh, like, I don't know how to fix that. Like, I don't even know what it is. Where it stems from, none of that shit. <coughs> well, part of it <coughs> is dealing with dad. Because dad overworked. That was one thing he did a lot. He overworked. Like, he didn't just do a task to the best of his abilities. He wanted to go past his own ability. Right. And do it at that level every fucking time. And it ultimately beat his body up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, it's just like sometimes that overworking is, is that instilled in you to that. Which is why I became lazy over time. Because when I was working, I overworked. I overdid a lot of shit. And it ultimately fucked my body up. Because of my overwork, I said in a few episodes, because of my overworking, it got me a shoulder injury that put me out almost two years, two hamstring tears, and a heart attack. God damn, nigga. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, niggas call me lazy now. Nigga, if you seen me five years ago when I was overworking, you would have told me to sit my ass down. Now I'm enjoying, like, because I plan on getting some witch. Right now, I'm not even working. I'm in retirement. That's why I'm so chill now. Because I see, like, I'm going to retire. Shit, I'm trying to retire right uh, in about 10 years. I ain't going to lie. That's why I'm trying to go so fast. I want to spend my 40s enjoying 40. <coughs> you see what I'm saying? That's why I'm trying to bag me a wifey, have a kid, and we go to enjoy life together because my kid's life is going to be a fucking vacation. Swear to God. That little nigga going to go to school. He's still going to work hard. I'm still teaching good work ethic. But... He's going to understand working hard can get you this. Because sometimes, even though you got your kids in a gifted position. The fuck, man? Yeah. What did I just tell your dumb ass? Yeah, like I said, even though you got your kids in a gifted position, never let, let, never let them get complacent. Because then they turn out like these motherfuckers that's growing up now. You know what? This is growth. Asking for hand-me-downs and shit. And winning awards for a fucking personal problem. You see what I'm saying? You said niggas handing out awards for a personal problem. Yeah, niggas Grammy get awards. rewarded for a personal problem. Like these what? celebrities these days. In the a, in a subject of basketball. I'm talking about D. Wade's son or daughter. Zaya Wade. Hmm. You got an award, a, a, a gender-specific award at that for being a girl. When technically you're not a girl, you just identify as one. But physically, you're a fucking boy. And um, I watched that fucking circus, and I'm like, why is this little nigga getting rewarded for a personal problem? 
That's your issue. You shouldn't get a reward for that. You should seek a psychiatrist. But take that up with your parents. I mean, shit. But shit like that, I don't know. Because it depends on how people see shit like that. Because I never even knew shit like that. Because I don't give a flying fuck. No, I don't like, give a so fuck So how did either. he even... So what is... Like, I'm saying, so what does the award mean at the end of the day? No, listen. I agree with 100% of everything you said. But because I podcast... I got to pay attention to the shit that I don't care about because I get energy off stupid shit. So when I get enough stupid shit, as many podcasts as I do, it has to be a lot of stupid shit for the occasion. But where did the award even come from? That The Michelle Obama gave that to her for some shit that I don't fucking know, but it's for little girls. Zaya Wade is not a little girl. You just think you're one. You're physically a boy. Now, I don't know about your personal business, neither do I fucking care. But at the same time, you got rewarded for a personal problem. An issue you should have kept with your fucking parents and an issue that you should be taking up with a psychiatrist to see if that's the decision you want to make. Outside of that... But then again, too, bro, to another thing to add on to that, why is that even a topic of conversation for other people to know? Because like, the media put that out there. So is Zaya, so does Zaya Wade at the end of the day even want that shit to be known to everybody? Is that something that she said? That's or, something. That, yeah, that's something she said. She came out with this. Oh, like when did? The, I mean, yeah, shit. I so guess I'm when like, did that? I guess when that shit happened doesn't really <coughs> matter. But my neck, my thing is like, I don't know, bro. Like. Like, I don't even know like, how to Let me pro- tell you about the media and, and it also ties in with my statement Getting awarded for a personal problem Take Bruce Jenner Niggas been making Been calling that dude a bitch For the piss whole life They say you look like a single mom They said that his whole career They make fun of him for that His whole career And then when he actually becomes a bitch Now all of a sudden he's brave He's heroic he 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 stood against the. I mean, what do you expect, motherfuckers, to say though? But yeah, but that's the media, and that's the retarded shit that I hate. That's wrong. And it, I mean, shit. And then goes the ESPN <clears throat> and get Woman of the Year. Who? Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. No, well, how? now Caitlyn. Oh, okay. How? The, and see, that's and, but that's that's also what I'm saying too, though. That was the same year he transitioned. See, okay, then you see what I'm right. Saying? So, He's like, shit. To be honest, bro, problem. that's why. That's why I don't even entertain the media, cause shit, the media is what the media is, bro. I don't. To be, I don't like Instagram. I don't like none of that shit, bro, because what? that shit is all fake. Like motherfuckers will sit up here and stand on. The, they'll stand on the internet and say some fake shit, just because the camera's in their face. Right. And it's like, bro, I can't do. I can't entertain. I can't entertain no shit, bro. Don't ask me no question you don't want the answer to or my answer to. Shit. <clears throat> Cause if you ask me, and that's why I don't give a fuck about awards and no and and nothing. Right. I don't give a fuck if I won the MVP or not, bro. Cause shit, what the fuck do that mean? Right. You gonna vote for a different motherfucker next year, even if I did better than what I did? Right. So it's not really about me. It's about how you feel about some shit, and right. that's what I be saying, bro. Like when when you make emotional decisions, shit, it's not always gonna be right, but it's the decision you made. Right. Cause it's like. Like you said with the motherfucking uh whatchamacallit of the year, there's plenty of there's plenty of women out there there's that got slighted. Of women that got because slighted. 
based off of what they did. And damn. been through worse shit. And I you forgot get, we had another blunt. Right, and you getting rewarded for a personal problem. Right. That so is I see your it. issue. Yeah, I see your point on that now. Because it's like, it? shit, what if motherfucking, what if a mug like, was it only for little girls? So shit, what if a mug like a young Disney Channel actor or some shit been busting her ass all season? Right. <laughs> you and, all year. And lose it to somebody with a personal problem. Right. Like at the in the back of her mind, she gonna be like, "Damn, you see that's kind of that's you know fucked I mean? up. That's, that's fool as hell." Like why? But shit, everything is really a double edged sword if you really think of it that way. Yeah. But it shit, is, look at we same. watching some shit right now. Look at what the fuck happened to Monty Williams. Right. I think it would. I don't know. Like Tom Thibodeau, yeah, you made it to the you made it to the playoffs with the Knicks, but your team isn't that bad. Look at where the... Well, no, I can't even say that about the Knicks. Nah. But that's not what I was trying to say. But what I was trying to say is, is look at what Monty Williams did. He went out and he went 8-0 and in the bubble last year when motherfuckers sat up here and said he wouldn't win a fucking game, bro. They told this man... They sat up here and... They sat out here and made a report saying, oh, the Suns... I don't see the Suns winning a single fucking game in the bubble. This man goes out there and coaches them to 8-0, right? Proceed this follow Missed the fucking bubble Due to some bullshit <clears throat> Really cause the Suns Was the only team That'll go out there And stretch LeBron ass But we, don't, <coughs> we ain't gonna get into that Right So they slight that man On that shit And then they give this Dude award When you got fucking Forewarned Right So what Like I don't know bro That's what I be saying It's a lot of shit That just doesn't make sense Out here in these In these outlets Like for bro. instance I think the reason Why Monty Got eight notes because he didn't have enough time during the season to get his system in. Mm-hmm. And you realize during the bubble, that's when they got the system. And then they said, okay, we got the system. We just need these pieces to run this system, i.e. the Chris Paul trade. They already had their center. <clears throat> they said, we need somebody who can legit run this system. And Chris Paul landed in their lap. And here's everybody thinking, say, I don't think Chris Paul wants to be in Phoenix. He wants to get the fuck out of here. And he stays. You see? That's another thing about, and that's another that's another uh, add-on to your point, bro. This is another reason why I don't give a fuck about the media. Because when you really pay attention, the media is filled with people that didn't do the shit that they're actually fucking talking about. Right. If you never flew a plane, right? Mm-hmm. Me and you have never flown a plane. Mm-hmm. If a motherfucker was to ask me to fly a plane, what the fuck is going to happen? I'm going to crash that bitch because like, I don't know how to fly that motherfucker. That's so like, if I don't know how to fly that motherfucker, how the fuck can I tell you how to fly that motherfucker? So therefore, how can a motherfucker in a suit and tie that didn't... That didn't Walk on that court, dribble that ball, pass that pigskin, kick that soccer ball. Tell a motherfucker how the fuck he's doing some shit. Yeah. But like I said, niggas was like, Chris Ball don't want to be there. He he he's he's seeking a trade. He there's no way he's gonna stay in Phoenix. And look at what he did. They're fucking stupid. First of all, people are extremely. He fucking just solidified stupid. his spot as a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know if he did. No, I think with what, the fact that he's two games away from making the Western Conference Finals with a team they said wasn't going to be shit. People are not going to remember that, bro. Nah. This has happened before, bro. 
Chris Paul is a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, that man but this is point goat God. Yeah, I know. But he what solidifies before. people nowadays is jewelry. That's one thing that's that's always gonna be slighted from him. Yeah, but at the same, motherfuckers t- don't even see him, bro. I've heard people literally say out of their mouth, bro, that he's not a top five point guard. He's and I say he's top two and he's not two. I don't give a fuck what nobody I, says. I'm not disagreeing with that. He's in terms of a point guard. As a point guard. If anybody he's does not, two. He's period. Not two. Period. There's nothing else other than that. That is a hundred percent. There's nothing else other than that. People be sitting up here talking. If you look up what a point guard is, what a point guard is supposed to do. Fam is a point guard, and he's right. damn near the only one. <laughs> and the last person that was like that <clears throat> was Jason Kidd. He shoot better than him too, though. But that's the thing. Yeah. That's but, what make him number one. Right. <clears throat> but shit, it's like people don't understand the situation either. A lot of people just don't know a lot about a lot, bro. And that's gonna be a problem. <coughs> the lack of the lack of willingness to for people to educate to educate themselves on what they be talking about. So it's. But, it's yeah. kind of hard to, you know what I mean, validate anything that anybody says out here because shit. <clears throat> but yeah, dude, that leads back to the problems with the media. Like, the media rewards retarded shit. It's like, they reward you for being stupid. Literally. You see what I'm saying? Literally. Gorilla Goo Hair Girl should not have a platform for being stupid. Yeah. You should not have a platform for being stupid. I mean, but shit, you got to think about it like this. I don't even think I don't even think everybody's social media sees that shit, bro. Because I be looking, because <clears throat> when you when you go around different races of people, they're they ass live in different worlds, bro. Yeah. Sometimes they be knowing what we be talking about, but other times they don't be knowing what the fuck we be talking about, bro. Right. And I don't understand how motherfuckers can, you know what I mean, like. How is everybody not on one accord socially? Right. There has to be a reason. We all seeing different shit. Right. But shit, that's what led to my spiritual awakening that we talked about last episode. That spiritual awakening is dope. Because when I got out the world that I thought I was seeing and got into the world that I knew it, this is this is it, I felt a lot more comfortable. I felt a lot more comfortable knowing what this world is. Because it's just like, why? Like, like I'm glad I'm podcasting. Because then I'll be over-emotional about frivolous shit. I got to ask you, bro. So speaking on that topic, am I, do you, from your perspective, do I live with blinders on? Because I don't know, based off of what you said, seeing the world as you, as you thought it was, or... <clears throat> how it actually is. I don't know which one I'm seeing. I don't know if I'm too young to see it as I, as it is, or do I not? You know what I mean. So how do you, what from your perspective, how what do you see, and how do you know? <clears throat> um, I'm gonna tell you like this. When I had the heart attack, everything around me turned into shattered glass. Like, literally? Yes. It's like the glass shattered. Okay. And then, instead of me being in perfect health, enjoying a blunt, 
in my drawers playing a game, the glass breaks. My arms numb and my chest is hurting. And then I realize I am on the floor. I'm, I am laying on the carpet on a third floor apartment having a heart attack. And then I realize I'm no longer in that place I was at. It's like the colors got darker <coughs> and everything seemed realer. It wasn't sunny outside. It was fucking raining. The birds weren't singing. No, that was my neighbor cussing his wife out doing coke. No, I'm not laying on the floor because it's comfortable. I'm laying on the floor because I'm dying. Donnie, hi. What's up? I've been waiting on you. Yeah. Like I saw myself in death Sitting just like how I'm sitting With a blunt in his hand Talking about something It took you long enough I'm like well damn nigga Shit I wish you would have told me something Just that moment mm-hmm. I don't So I feel like I had a moment like that But mine didn't come in a negative way Listen the, How it happens That's undetermined Okay. You see what I'm saying? That makes, okay. Because <clears throat> there are people who try to force it and it's not real. No. When you have, when you wake up, it was meant to happen at that moment, whether it was good or bad. Because to be honest, the reason why, the reason why I say mine wasn't in a negative way like that is because shit, it wasn't really, I mean, it wasn't really life or death. But it was like, so I'll say it like this. Uh, from my experience of life, I haven't lived since I was like 9 or 10 years old. I haven't lived in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I got a very close homie, right? Mm-hmm. And long story short, he went to he went to prison for a long time. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven, eight years, I think, to be exact. Yeah. Right? When he left... I feel like I left too. And the reason I feel like that is because I spent eight years basically living living how I didn't want to live, doing basically living the opposite of the way I wanted to live, mm-hmm. doing the opposite of what I wanted to do. It was like all it was like basically take your goals in life and literally run the other way. Mm. And then finally when I get out of college I felt like I walked out of, like, prison. Mm. Like, literally, like, damn, I'm free? Right. Like, I can <coughs> I think, and the reason why I say that is because it's like, you said, you said things got darker for you, but things got brighter for me. Right. Like, it felt like the moment I woke up and I didn't have to do that, like shit just was like damn bro yeah but like but shit got dark not too long after that cause I ended up spiraling to a crazy ass depression mm-hmm. due to the fact of due to the fact of uh, I did I did one thing I didn't want to do for so long and it consumed so much of my time that when I got my time back I didn't know what the fuck to do right and when I didn't know what the fuck to do I started fighting with myself because my brain was telling me to do one thing, 
or like, no, my heart was telling me to do one thing, but my brain was like, you don't do that no more. Like, that's not you. Right. So I had to fight it until I won in a sense. Right. Like, for me, it's just like, you got to think about the series of events that lead to that moment. Mm Mm-hmm. My spiritual awakening, I was going through back to back to back to back bad shit. But everything was sunny around me. Was was the back to back to back to back bad shit uh, uh, as extreme? It no, it was it became extreme when you combined it all. Okay. Because I owed dad money. Someone stole from my account and put me in the negative five hundred. My landlord tripping because I'm behind on rent. My job trying to fire me. And I'm about to be homeless. So it's back to back to back to back to back shit. That damn. While stressing, I go in the car. I have an anxiety attack. The anxiety attack led in a cardiac arrest. So, like I said, when I realized the heart attack was here, all the glass broke. And I'm sitting here laying in my figment of imagination of shattered glass. Mm -hmm. When I'm really on the carpet having a heart attack, realizing this is my life now. And every bad thing I thought didn't happen actually happened. And now you got to live with that. It's like the glass broke, and it was a bad bitch waiting for me. She said, welcome to hell. Hope you enjoy your stay. That's basically what happened. That's when I was like, well, if I'm in the darkest part, shit, let's see how this shit turns out now. Five years later, I'm probably in the best space mentally I've ever been. Like, all this happened at 31. So, here I am, about to be 35 in a month. I'm like, yo, I'm great compared to how I was five years ago. Now, I had a dark moment. I lost my right-hand man. But, in that same token, he always taught me to keep my fucking head up. You got to take that good with the bad. Keep it pushing. And I was like, you know what, Mike? You right. I'm going to keep it pushing. For real. Yeah, that's a hundred, bro. Thank you. A lot of niggas got to realize that keeping it pushing is the best thing for you as a black man. Because, like, not everything is worth that shit, whether it's good or bad. Sometimes a good situation can turn into a bad thing in the long run. Just off the fact that you was thirsty. You see what I'm saying? I feel like that was a tower moment moment. So, like, you, you, you you gotta learn how to say no to some things. You don't learn how to be like, yo, nah, I'm good. Keep it pushing. 
Because you, let's say you turn down an opportunity to make a thousand dollars. Now, granted, that's quick money. You'll get it right then and there, and it's guaranteed to you. But let's say you do that little shit, and in the same day you have a million dollar meeting that you missed. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes you gotta say no to that quick shit. Fast money is cool. But fast money is what it is. Fast. It goes by fast. But because we were raised to be Rose and we are a product of Xavier Rowe, he didn't teach me how to get fast shit. I was about to say, but <clears throat> I don't necessarily get fast right. money. So in that's a sense. Th- that's why I that's why I say no. I'd rather pass up on a thousand dollars right now in my hand. To go, go attend this meeting as to where I'm going to feed my family and myself for 50 years. But that's you, that. That's, that's the you, dad's lessons. And you want to know what's, you want to know what my problem is? What's up? I don't, and see, this is the thing. I don't know if this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Because me, I would do both. I would try to do both. But also overwork. You're working yourself. But it's who you are. Now, hopefully, it doesn't. Literally. Like, I'm so, like, action-oriented that sometimes I don't even really. It's like I always think of my moves, right? Mm-hmm. Everything I do is calculated. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I try to do everything. But then again, that was dead. See, who you are as far as your work ethic go, you're splitting image of that when it comes to work ethic because this is who he was. He just did it with different things. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It really ain't shit in there for real, for real. Yeah. I probably got like one more puff in this tomorrow. I mean, but shit. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I will but- say that my, my passion for getting money... Or actually, back to the uh, awakening thing. Back to what you originally said when this is the uh, best part you was in mentally. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. Because, shit. Do you feel like you in that space mentally because you're back on to doing what you love to do? Because, shit, that's definitely the case for me. Yeah. See, sometimes... All it takes is spending time with the things that you missed that'll put you in a good space. No cap. And when I had... I gotta hit that. <laughs> I was about to say, and I hit that shit at one one Because I ain't even gonna lie. When you said that, that shit automatically makes me think of hooping. Picking, picking back up a basketball was whether whether I'm on a team or not, picking back up a basketball is the best, the best decision I've ever made. Right. Sometimes you got to spend time with the things that you missed in order to appreciate that shit. <clears throat> because I miss being behind the microphone, speaking my words or getting my thoughts out. So when Corona hit, all I had all I had was time. And I'm like, "Yo, let me enjoy my time." So I start making money 
what else? Wait, let me build this podcast. Let me let me build. And then I got this motherfucker right here. The Zoom Pod Track P. Shouts out to them. I studied this motherfucker for a month before it came before I got it. <laughs> I wanted to know every nook and cranny of this fucking machine. And how can I do this right? I watched Joe Budden podcast for five years because I said in my head, if I want to take a format, I want to take this one. Not because he uh, he was talk, not because of the way it looks. It's because he was legit talking to his homeboys, mm-hmm. and it was a genuine conversation. It's sad that shit happened the way it did, bro. Because I actually fuck with that podcast. I was mad as fuck when I heard that shit. <laughs> I still watch it. I'm not even in the social media, so I found, I think I found out late, but I just realized motherfuckers weren't putting shit out. Right. I'm like, fuck is wrong with these niggas? Y'all see these videos? I'm like, man. That shit's sick. It is what it is, though. Right. I mean, you know how, I mean, you know how we know how Right, right. But yeah, once I started spending time with this shit, I'm like, yo, I'm in love again. And then I had time to do music. I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm in love again. To be honest, bro, you know what's crazy? Speaking of music, I had no clues that I even liked to do music. Well, I did because I was in the choir when I was younger, uh-huh. but I didn't think nothing of it. Like, I didn't think, you know what I mean? What but, what kind of led you to like what the how did you discover music? I discovered music through dad and dealing with my cousins because they used to listen to a lot of hip hop, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the first songs I ever rapped to was Biggie Smalls and Total Can't You See. Now, that's Damn. old as hell for some people. I think that was it. At least ninety four. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even lie. Right. So, <laughs> it, it, right. So I think it was ninety four. I don't know, but that was the first time I ever rapped. Fast forward. I'm in high school, and I'm hooping, and I'm hooping. I was like, man, the love of my life is starting to get born. I need to find a new love. So, when I realized, I when I felt in my head I needed something else to love, that's when I got fifth period lunch. Now, fifth period lunch was the best lunch. Because in the back, they always had a fucking cypher. And a fucking the, cypher, bro? Yes, they had a cypher. Niggas was beating on the table, spitting verses. Y'all niggas old as hell. Yes. Niggas was beatboxing on the table, spitting verses. (laughs) And niggas would go home and write some shit, remember it, and try to wow these niggas with these bars. (laughs) Like dead ass serious. That's what we did. So, yeah. Oh, shit. You made me forget my point. But, yeah, that's what we fucking did. 
So <laughs> I remember I used to go to these ciphers and I used to listen to these niggas kick these verses and some of them was ass. I was like, I know I can say better than shit than that. <laughs> and then my man's at the table. He's like, yo. Hey, don't mind me, bro. shit than this oh and uh God. niggas would try to get me to rap and I'm like nah I'm good and I spent the rest of my junior senior year listening to these horrible ass ciphers thinking yo I can out rap these niggas real shit <laughs> so <laughs> so fast forward me my boy Ricky and Ray we was going to Rockford He's going to Rockford, and this nigga, uh, this nigga put on some instrumentals. Now, mind you, me and Ricky went to high school together and didn't know each other rapped a little bit. So, this nigga gets, spit this verse, and I'm like, hold on, nigga, since when do you rap? <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> I was like, nigga, when did you rap? He said, shit, ever since we started going to those ciphers. I was like, oh, word? He says, yeah, because a lot of them niggas was weak, and I knew I could write some better <laughs> shit than that. <laughs> My man said the same shit I said. And then I said that I started rapping with this nigga. So we went that whole trip of Rockford rapping, like bar after bar after bar. And then I was like, yo, I found my other love. I love to fucking rap. So, I remember I used to say this recycled ass line. Every fucking freestyle. And I don't even know why the fuck I kept saying that shit. I thought that was the hardest shit ever. And that shit was ass. That shit was ass. Because for some reason, the AK had to make your back fold. <laughs> That was my favorite fucking line, and I overused that shit. I was like, bro, what? you about to kill me, bro. I'm like, bro, what? Why do I? Like, why do I keep using this stupid ass word? For real, why do I keep using this stupid ass bar? 
Man, bro. I ain't uh, gonna lie. So, yeah. You're the funniest nigga I know. Man, I said that, did that shit. <laughs> I kept saying that AK make your back fold. I don't know why I kept saying that shit. So my homeboy L said, Donnie, you ass. <laughs> and I took that personally. So I was like, nah, nigga, we gonna battle you, bitch ass nigga. Being a royal <laughs> shit. Being a royal shit. Like, suck my dick. We gonna battle, bitch ass nigga. Or beat your ass. <laughs> or some royal shit. <laughs> <laughs> or some royal shit, man. For real. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. That is exactly how motherfuckers are, bro. For real. On some real shit. I, and fast forward, and then we battled, and I lost. I lost. I'm like, yo. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I'm going to smoke niggas' boots now. <laughs> I'm going to smoke your niggas' boots now. So I start freestyling crazy. And then my boy Ricky was like, Donnie, he said, I hate the day your ass pick up a pen in the pen and start memorizing your shit. You're going to be a dangerous <laughs> motherfucker with a pen. Because the AK make your fucking back. The AK make your back fold was so ass. First of all, how does an AK do that? <laughs> like, in so what direction how, is your back going to so I got to ask you this, bro. How was your delivery every time you said that, motherfucker? It, was it the same every fucking time? It was the same time? every time, nigga. Same. Regardless yeah, I'm done beat, with you, bro. Regardless, it was the same every time. The AK made your back fold, and I was going to say it the way it was supposed to be said. And that shit was ass. <laughs> this shit was ass, B. <laughs> oh my God, bro. And I said that, man. Like, this is some bullshit. I can't believe I kept saying that stupid <laughs> shit. Hey, no. You funny as hell. Would you ever do a show or some shit like that, bro? Huh? Would you ever do a show or some shit like that? Yeah. This shit, but yeah. And I remember I was doing song after song. And there's one song I did. Uh, a nigga went in for about 30 minutes talking about something. I'm ass. Like, he was, like, really going in on me as if I let him down. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this nigga's really talking his shit. So I bought some I'm ass. I need to put the pen and the pad down. Why the fuck am I rapping? Like, this nigga was going crazy. Nigga, <laughs> why well, why are you saying this shit so calm, bro? Because the verse I wrote after that, I have no reason to get mad at this nigga. I was like, because I was like, okay, I got something for you. Bro. <laughs> why do you wait till a motherfucker call you ass? <laughs> to put the best foot forward. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. Um, no, I don't. I don't normally wait till people call me ass because, like I said, I really don't care. I don't step my shit up anyway. But 
sometimes you don't know when you ask. And sometimes a motherfucker gotta tell you. So, when a nigga called me ass, <laughs> it just so happened to be on a verse where later on, I was like, yo, this verse ass. <laughs> so, I was like, okay. Because I used to try to force my punchlines. I used to force that shit. But when that nigga called me ass and I said some foul shit on that track, I was like, all right, you motherfucker. I got something for your ass. Watch this. I will pick up a pen and pen. I'm going to write this shit. Now I'm on your ass. (laughs) Now I'm on your ass. Hey, I got a homie, bro. This nigga heard like one of your songs or some shit like that back like 10, 15 years ago. And this nigga used to say this shit like he was like, he used to say that shit like he wrote that shit himself. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fucking funny to hear you say that nigga called you ass. Right. Because, bro. That's what I be saying with niggas, bro. That should be funny. In fact, I think the verse <laughs> I wrote is the verse that your uh, boy like. I think that's that verse. When I think about what it's right, because that's what I was saying too. That's and that's why it was so funny because you said a force punchline. I used to try to. Right, you said you used to try to force your punchline, and bro, that nigga used to he used to rap the whole shit just to say burn the calorie. <laughs> Oh, oh, burn the calorie and shit. <laughs> I know what song that is. I know what song that is. I'm done. I'm done. I know what song, because I ended that verse saying, I, um, something I'll take half off your head like a haircut from Cassie. <laughs> I remember saying that shit, so I know, I know what song he's <laughs> to force my punchlines. Bro, that part came to my head. The moment you said that shit, the moment you said that shit, that bar came to my head, bro. And I promise you, mentally, I lost it, bro. Yeah, but I used to force my punchlines. And now I just write them and let them come to me. Because when I start writing, I hit that nigga, I hit them niggas with that verse. Ricky looked at me and said, dog, you don't have to come at that nigga like that. I said, I didn't come at him. I just let a nigga know that I'm nice. I just let you know that I'm nice. And I told you in the first four bars. Hey, I damn near can't smoke with you no more, dog. Man. Hey, if you gonna have me up in here laughing with my back hurting like this, bro, uncontrollably, <laughs> yeah, I can't be doing this shit no more. I can't do this shit. This nigga, man. Because we still ain't on the third blood, bro. Yeah. I haven't even had a chance to pick this Pick that motherfucker up. Shit. Yeah, I hit that nigga with that motherfucking verse. 
I let you know it four bars. I was like, when it comes to lyrics, ain't a nigga that's as hard as you. Smoked the whole block up. I had a fucking barbecue. <laughs> oh, man, it's just like, nigga. <laughs> oh, that shit, man. Hey, this is definitely the funniest episode we ever had, bro. Man. This shit beats that fucking sea lion episode, bro. Bro, that shit was oh. a fucking classic. But no, this shit is classical entertainment, bro. Oh, this shit. This shit is pure comedy, bro. This nigga said he used to force his punchlines. This man said, my homie used to say a whole verse of yours, bro, just to say, burn a calorie. Why you mad at me? My flow alone at your motherfucking salary. Oh, <laughs> shit. Bro, that shit just had me fucking... Weak, bro. Yeah, you top. You the funniest motherfucker I know. Yeah, I'm saying, bro. I used to force that shit. Now I just let it ride. Damn. Yeah, I just had to recover, boy. Y'all gotta understand when music became my second love. I became a different nigga. You like you know you nice with 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 people you don't know can recite a verse from you that you forgot. That nigga has heard that verse like two or three times, bro. I don't even like he hasn't heard it too many times because your shit was only on SoundCloud, I think, back then. Yeah, and SoundCloud got rid of that song. Man, but, that shit was funny as hell. <laughs> I w- I wish I could find that song, but yeah, I was like, man. Hold on, I'm about to spark this. Yeah. Oh man, that shit was just classic. like when it, like my bro, he love he makes me want to rewrite that verse just so I can do it the way that he remembers. And that's that they'll sit back and relax verse. I like, knew you was gonna say that. That sit back and relax verse. The listen. original, the original the of that orig- motherfucker. The OG, OG. Man, man, that that was. Man, that original verse and the fact that this nigga remembers that shit better than I do. Bro, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. It's finna get to the point to where <clears throat> when I hear a beat that I like and I know I'm finna rap on, I'm just finna buy it. Right. <clears throat> because we gotta start, I gotta start rapping on the original because the first take is always the best one. Yeah. After the, fir- after the first take, I feel like the song is not the same. But, shit, you gotta look at what made me did that verse. Vaughn did not believe that I could freestyle. Word? Yes. That's why I, that's where it came from. Cause he was like, yo. When did he say that? At, um, I think we were smoking. And he was like, yo, this nigga can't freestyle like that. I said, You sure? I don't he remember said, hearing he that. He can't freestyle like that. Yeah, he said it early. He said, I can't freestyle like that. <laughs> I was like, alright. I'm like, all right. And that's when I kicked that shit off. Broly showed it to my crib and it was unannounced. <laughs> and when he realized I wrapped that whole situation. For no. some reason, <clears throat> I show my ass when a motherfucker doubts me. Or calls Shit. me ass. And see, that's the thing, bro. I do too. I get motivated by doubt too. 
but motherfuckers have never called me ass. Like, so did a motherfucker have, so you telling me, mm-hmm. like, bro, that shit, <laughs> like, motherfuckers said that to your face? Like, bro, that shit was ass? No, they'll tell their homeboy. And their homeboy tell me. Only one person said it to my face, and that's the nigga I battled and lost to. You call me ass and I lost. And when I start rapping different, when I stop, when I stop letting the AK make your back fold, <laughs> all I have to do is put down the damn AK and I can rap better. Once I put down the AK and realize there's different weapons I can use, like a machete or or, or a pitchfork or anything, when I realize that there's more weapons instead of this damn AK. That's what I was like, okay. I'm going to start rapping different. Shit. <clears throat> That's what made me a wordsmith. Versatility is always motherfucking at the top of everything, in my opinion. <clears throat> For instance, there's no way <clears throat> my ass should have been able to rap what you want on our project. Why? Because I'm 35 years old. That's the youngest, mu- That's the youngest music I've ever done. What's mean, youngest music? Is it's too young for me. A lot of this shit we did was new wave shit, but I did new wave shit mm. and I did it well because I listened to a lot of new wave niggas. <laughs> so I'm like, damn. What the fuck? So I'm like, damn. How can I? Still be a wordsmith, but do it a new wave level. Is shit working? I don't know. No, we have a little technical difficulties, real quick. Well, well fuck this. This don't matter. I, I was listening to you at the end of the day. I'm oh, just yeah. Sitting up here no. Like, why the fuck is this not working? But yeah. <clears throat> what was I saying? You just like, uh, that's when you started becoming a wordsmith. That's when I, yeah, that's when I became a wordsmith. But like I said, I had to get adjusted to the new wave. And your style is more new wave than mine. So the fact that I was able to do that and fit in, that's to where young niggas was like, yo, I'm fucking with this nigga's stories. Yeah, motherfuckers did fuck with that shit. That question was hard. And shit, you know, the crazy part is <laughs> I didn't um uh, Yeah, the crushing was crazy. But I was I didn't expect to sound this well on these tracks. <laughs> but hey. I found a way. And the crazy part is, it was all beats you picked. With the exception of uh, Crushing and uh, Greenlight. Shit, you picked Uzi Shoulder too. <clears throat> oh yeah, I did pick Uzi Shoulder. I thought that was going to be the song that was going to hit for us. Not Crushing. Yeah. Because Uzi Shoulder is hard. Especially the way you kick that motherfucker off. <laughs> 
that whole motherfucking shit, to be honest, that that shit is hard to me, top to bottom. Yes. But question is, number one. Yeah, and I didn't think Crusher was going to land like that. No, that motherfucker hard. Crushing was a freebie that I had. I was like, let me see what I can do with this song. Word? Mm-hmm. No, that motherfucker hard. And then the crazy part is Crushing is based off a true story. Especially that third verse. But see, then again, you could tell that. That's probably what makes it so hard. <clears throat> right. That's that's what made it hard. Because it's true. Like, ladies and gentlemen, he actually met the person responsible for crushing. And, and it's crazy because I was with her. And that same day, we had bought some strawberry eclairs. That's when I sent you that picture. I was like, yo. Because mm. she's like, I want some ice cream. I was like, well, shit, get what you want. She's like, you eat strawberry eclair? I'm like, bro. She heard the song. I'm like, yeah, I like it. I believe she That's heard your, the song. I wonder who be listening to my music too. You know what? Why well, should say our music? I ain't gonna even lie. I want to be there when you shoot the video for Nobody's. Word. Mm-hmm. Shit, you want to be in it? <clears throat> I'm lucky with shooting that soon. Now that you mentioned that shit, the, that was a, actually scheduled for shit. When you, the, y'all gotta listen to this nigga song called "Nobodies." Now, <coughs> I don't. I'm not hyping him up because he's my brother. I'm hyping him up because I really, really like this motherfucking song. Cause I was high, and um, sometimes when I get high. I get in the mood to destruct, destroy, meaning mm-hmm. fuck up relationships. <laughs> Talk so, to ass, nigga. I know. So, one day, this nigga, I think he sent me an email. You sent me an email, and that motherfucker said, no bodies. I said, hold on. Alright, let me play this shit. I had it on a uh, on my laptop and I'm like, see, I don't trust nobody. <laughs> they don't do what they say they do. I die alone, probably. I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> this shit is hitting. This shit is tough, tough, nigga. I was like. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, bro. And see, that's the, <clears throat> and that's the reason why I say I like the uh, the first about the first take, because mm-hmm. when I first heard that beat, I, I didn't even there was no thinking. It was like <clears throat> I heard the. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I already knew. I already knew the entire song from that point, right. because the day before that, literally the day before that, I I I was like I witnessed. <coughs> 
the fakest shit in the world. Mm. I felt like the fakest shit in the world, bro. Mm. No cap. And around that time, like when you said shit just be going back to back to back to back and it compounds, mm-hmm. it was like back to back fool shit. Like, I would fall out with one with this homie and then I'd fall out with that homie. And then they'll click up and do some lame shit. And then I'll fall out with that homie. Damn. And then that motherfucker double back and, you know what I mean? So it's like shit. <clears throat> so I was like, bro. And then I heard that. Because mm-hmm. remember, <clears throat> remember I told you the moment I hear like something distinct in the song, mm-hmm. like with emotional robbery, that, mm-hmm. whatever that right. noise was, I was like some, it was that same thing. So I had woke up. It was like, it was like, it wasn't even six in the morning. It wasn't even six in the morning. It had to be like three, four. Mm. I had went out to the car. Smoked me some gas, bro. Smoked probably like a blunt or two, bro. Came back upstairs, could barely walk. Heard that. Right, that opening. And then I got the. Yeah. My trust in nobody. They don't do what they say. They'll do all die alone, probably. Can't get close to none of my friends. Bro, I was like, God, and that shit. That shit. That motherfucker. And then, like I said, I was feeling in a destructive mood at the time. And I hit that blunt again. And I was like, I, I just forgot about all I was at. I was like, you know what? I'm vibing. I'm here. <laughs> like, this shit was so t- fucking tough. It made me try to find a beat as to where I could talk to a nigga like that. Damn, bro, good look. <clears throat> cause shit, I ain't gonna lie, that's the best type of music to me. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, cause shit, I be hearing a lot of shit like that, and that's why, and that's why low key, I'm I'm low key trying to switch what I rap about. Cause shit, I'm always gonna rap about what I've been through, what I've done, and what I've seen. Right. But it's like, I'm trying to say the same shit in a different way, mm-hmm. like in a smoother way, in a sense. Right. Like, the benefit of being a wordsmith, you can come up with a hundred different ways to tell a girl that you like her without actually saying it. I got to work on that thing because shit, bro, that when I heard that crushing, right. I still don't, I still don't have a song to the magnitude of that yet. The reason crushing even became about because I was looking for beats. <laughs> And then I heard that beat, and I'm like, I'm like, hold up. And right as I'm sitting here saying, hold up, old girl sends me a nude. So I'm looking, and I'm like, yo, old bitch, Gary. Hey, niggas are funny to the motherfucker. And then I was like, you know, I'm hitting the blunt while I'm saying this. I'm like, yo, old pussy, Gary. Yo, she got a bush and now still eat it. Give it to me. And that's, that's literally how I came up with that Bro, shit. Bro, you adding that. I'm, I'm so glad you added that third verse. Yeah. Cause I'm telling you. I'm Bro, when I told you, when I say no, nah, bro, <laughs> I had to that day. I say no, nah, bro. You have to write a third verse. Because you, right. you came with two. You came with the. Right. You follow. I'm waiting. I'm like, hold on. When is this nigga finna? 
Finish this, man. Go ahead, hit that. Right. And then I'm like, no, nah, dog. I'm not putting this out until you add a third verse. Right. And I wrote <clears> that deal. I wrote the third verse in front of you. Bro, that shit, that shit damn near. Yeah, that was the icing on the cake. Yeah, because that's your favorite verse to recite. <laughs> that motherfucker hard. Yeah. That motherfucker hard. <coughs> Pandemic is the second it's my second favorite verse of yours. Shit. I'm I'm like, why did he tell me to extend that verse? Cause that shit was ridiculous. And then I made it more ridiculous. <laughs> that shit was absolutely ridiculous. <coughs> Cause I get <coughs> I had to show my age for a little bit. Bro, that shit was absolutely ridiculous. I was listening to that shit. When Vaughn first heard that shit, that was my reaction when I heard what you said to that shit. Because Vaughn, I sent that shit to Vaughn. And then he was like, whoa, what the fuck? He's like, whoa. Because I think that nigga called me the next one. He was like, bro, what? He's like, what, bro, what did you write that shit to that you sent me this for? I'm like, shit, I just woke up this just made it. Like, no, bro, that shit was ridiculous. And this shit, I stored because he was telling me to hurry up and put it out. Mm-hmm. I was like, some, no, because that shit. I was like, some, no, I ain't going to put that out yet because <clears throat> that has to be put out at the right time. I said, I literally told him, shit, that's going to end up coming out at exactly the right time. Right. And then we had went over to your crib. Where did, I, did I tell you about that the same day <coughs> you like, sit back and relax? Yeah, I think it was the same day. And I was like, bro, nah, you got to get on this shit. And then you must have heard the beat. I don't know what happened. Because I think, I think we left and then we came back. Yeah, I have. Wait. Wow. Yeah. Was that the same day uh, we, we invented Crystal, man? No. Was that the same night? No, that wasn't the same day. Did we? So did that did that moment happen on the day you wrote the pandemic verse or the day or the uh, week before? Um, No, that, that was the moment. With what? The week before. Not the week before, the week of. Okay, so when you wrote that verse, yeah, I was like, that shit was ridiculous. That was when I yeah. had that's when that's when I had that reaction that Vaughn had. I said, yeah, yeah, this shit, <clears throat> that shit is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that motherfucker hard top to bottom. That yeah, motherfucker. Because- I wish you could have got that. I wish you could have got that OG verse of uh, because I damn near still remember that verse. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, uh, sit back and relax. If I hear the if I hear the beat, I definitely still remember that verse. <laughs> my brother showed up to my crib and it was unannounced. I ain't get mad until the motherfucker rolled the ounce. How many times we fucking smoke? I fucking lost count. <laughs> I just need a chick with good eyes and great mouth. <laughs> Sometimes the weed just fuck up a nigga verbs. Act the ten. <laughs> Damn, bro. Hold on, I gotta hear the ver- I gotta hear the beat. Yeah. But that shit was ridiculous, bro. But uh, <clears throat> when pandemic came out. I was like, because I was like, yo, he finally gave me a beat where I can rap now. I was like, okay, I'm going to give these niggas a little hip-hop lip. I know how to do it. So I was like, so niggas claiming Mob Deep will wreak havoc. I wish you well with one gun. You all shook ones, but hey, it never failed. Survival of the fittest, I get it. That's how it ought to be. You either die or in jail, but nobody's a prodigy. 
from sicker cells. One black fist will make your vision swell. Power to the people, no evil will do they wish you well. Take the black dollar and throw the shit in the wishing well. We out here fishing for nothing but using different scales. Tip the scale. They got a product of the product. God got us up a goddess. Ask the high power for knowledge. Go to jail or go to college. You a nigga when they look at you. Why the fuck I ask? Either way they throw the book at you. I was like, yo. Well, and see, that's the thing, bro. Motherfuckers don't be realizing the shit that's right in front of them sometimes. And they be like, bro, <clears throat> it's a double-edged sword no matter which way you go. Mm-hmm. So go the way you want, shit. Right. That's what I start doing. That's what I start doing with everything I write or everything I do. Even to this podcast, I do whatever the fuck my heart tells me to do. Got to tell a story, bro, because you got to right. live your story, bro. So I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and just do this shit. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this times, times fucking infinity. I'm gonna that up. Shit, I don't want that motherfucker. Man. Yeah, but, but shit, <clears throat> I ain't even gonna lie, bro. So I be, I mean, as long as, as long as mugs out here trying to stay on their path. And and I'm glad we be doing this podcast, mm-hmm. cause shit, one day, one day, motherfuckers is really gonna listen to the shit that we actually say, like, bro. The shit, the, like what you just said, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Mm. Damn, the facts of the goddamn gas. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was gonna say you said what the fuck? What did you just say, bro? But uh, what was the topic that you just said before we uh? Uh, Before that weed kicked our brain. Man, that motherfucker kicked. That's what I was saying, bro. That, I just got kicked in the head. Right. Because when you <laughs> want to remember some shit, like, nope. Oh, that weed is potent. Yeah, that shit was some gas. That shit was lit. Crystal meth. Because, <laughs> bro. We going to have niggas singing that shit. Nah, bro. For real, for real. I ain't even going to lie. Damn, bro. I ain't never felt like this. Yeah. I know the subject was music. Hey, this shit is going to be a classic. Yeah. We just went through like six mood changes on this motherfucker. Right. Because 30 minutes ago, we were I was uncontrollably weak. Right. Oh, my God. That shit was like, funny as hell. Yeah, we started off serious, and then next evening, it just <laughs> took a fucking left turn. <laughs> That's because you said that historical shit, bro. Shit. You be coming up on here with some historical shit, bro. That shit was hilarious. Right. But this, the, this is one of the few podcasts where I get to drop historical shit because it's just being you, opposed to when I do the podcast with the homies. I can't say what I want to say. Why? Because they be getting their shit off. And I only try to make these podcasts two hours. Because it's so... Oh, yeah, because your other one is for y'all. Yeah. Damn. So when when a bunch of niggas got bars for you, like, sometimes you got to take a step back. (laughs) So when I'm on my solo, when it's just me and you, oh, niggas getting these gems real quick. Like... I'm in my say, bag. You say, no, four niggas out here got bars, so you know what I mean. Niggas got to watch you. Now, that's respectable. I ain't right. going to lie. So, you, sometimes you got you got to play the assist guy. <clears throat> you can't always take over, especially when it's four. Y'all, you got 
a supporting cast of four that's like what scores. You see those? Was we talking about speaking of scores? Was we talking about? Uh, oh, the last thing I remember saying is if you gotta go, it's a double edged sword. So either way you go, just go the way you want. Yeah. So shit, yeah. To be honest, bro. Because we just talking about the writing aspect. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because bro, motherfucker, it's too many people like. And I was trying to, and the thing is, bro, I be wanting to do podcasts too, but I feel like the solo podcast is so like, it feels so weird to me. But it'd be like, I'd be having, I want to drop like just 10, 15 minutes of just gems because it's like in the morning times, so I just be having some shit to say. Like this morning I got up and on Snapchat, I was just, you know, just talking to some of my uh, private Snapchat members. And I was just like, bro, when, my, when you, when you, when you just do what you want to do, Mm-hmm. You reach a different level of freedom, like, right? Like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a different level of mental freedom. It's like the just, you just not would not a care in the world mm. about what happens, how it happens, or anything like that. When you live like that, things come to you abundantly because mm. you're not really worried about nothing. You're not stressing, and then your energy is clear. But when you out here living a life that you don't want to live, doing things you don't want to do just for an end result. Mm-hmm. That's when things are going to be hard for you because, you know what I mean, you're not putting your all into it at the end of the day. Just because a lot of energy is being used doesn't mean your all is being put into it. You know what's crazy? The fact that you get your best thoughts in the morning and I get my best thoughts at night. It's the reason why I do that podcast is dark as hell, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I get up, I can't sleep. It's like one or two of the board. I'm like, I got, sh- I got some thoughts. Word. Yeah. So my best thoughts are at night, which is why when I do my solo dolo, it's ten to fifteen minutes of sharing the shit that's on my head. How do you go about? It? Where do you, uh, where do you, you post those on your same thing? Because when do you go? How you so? How you go about yours? No, I put it on YouTube. Um, I think the channel is Hey That's Dontavious. Oh, see, your ass got so many fucking channels and shit. Yeah, I got four channels. But I got, yeah, because we are on my main channel. Mm-hmm. And then I got my judgment channel. It's dark as hell, right? Channel. It's, and, uh. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and grab on that one because, bro. Yeah, that's what motherfuckers need out here. Cause. Yeah, dark as hell. Yeah, normally it's three. It's like two, three in the morning. And I just got some thoughts I need to get off. So I'm like. All right, let me let me, let me um get my thoughts off, and I spend fifteen minutes just talking. So I just, I literally sit down I'm like, so it's dark as hell, right? And I just go from there. Shit. So how about this? Give him a little snippet. So I got a question for you. So this morning, what came across my mind is. What do you do when somebody treats you like an option, no matter what it is? Like, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're on a team, whether you're at a job, how do you feel about <clears throat> how do you feel about it, and how do you go about somebody treating you as an option to someone else or something else? That's the thing. You know what's crazy? <clears throat> Me and you had the same thought because that was my thought. Because I'm actually going through it, which made me write that alternative boyfriend tape. 
See, okay, then <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to hear need and want to hear this. Yeah, so the alternative boyfriend team has string from me being just the option to females. Because a lot of females would tell me, yo, I'm not your type. Okay, that's cool. But later on down, but a month into that whole I'm not your type thing, we're fucking. (laughs) And I'm like, yo, what's going on here? I'm not your type. And then it wasn't until I got a call from a homegirl and uh, she just flat out came in with the real. Yo, I want some dick. And I'm like, well, well, damn. <laughs> like, is, you want to go out to dinner or something? And I'm like, are you hungry? And she's like, nah. I was like, why'd you ask me like that? Am I like a choice? She says, yeah, you are. Because we've known each other so long, I figured I can always go to you for that. Like, you're a great option. Damn. What the hell? I mean, shit. I'm, I'm, and when it comes to me, bitches like to run the option. So, to be honest, to be honest, <laughs> it's in the last name. Because that's the, I yeah. mean, shit, similar story. That hasn't happened. That I mean, that hasn't happened to me in, in a little minute because I don't even like I don't even act like that. Right. But it's like I mean, not like not act like that. I'm saying that because I'm high as hell. And I don't really want to talk. But it's like my lips could barely move. But it's like, shit, motherfuckers, bro, treat you like an option on everything. I just don't understand how certain people can feel like they can pick you up and put you down, but when you do it, it's a problem. Yeah. But yeah. Do your I, generation of people do that though? Yeah, they do that. That's exactly what they do. They have to see your generation have to learn the bad shit from somewhere. Facts. That's what ours did. I will never deny the mistakes of my own generation because I grew up in it. I made those mistakes. But with this with this shit, I'm like, yo. I mean, shit. But to be honest, so yeah, when girls, to the nature of what you said, uh-huh. do, I don't. Do you feel like that's a bad thing? Cause I don't. What? Shit. It only hit me up when you need something. Yeah, because it's the most honest a human being could be. And that's why I feel. And that's see. So people don't understand that. Well, I can come to you. Like, you out the bam. Right. When you when you when the cards are revealed, what more can you ask for somebody? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I'll give you anything if you do this for me. Alright. Alright, cool. <laughs> you was honest. Right. Like right. I don't understand why people don't get that nowadays. So yeah, so when I realized that I was just an option, that's how I treated it. I just became an option. I'm like, okay. I don't, and then I looked at it like this. I don't always have to deal with you because I'm an option. So your time, yeah. yeah. No, keep on going. Your time is very limited. I don't have to fuck with you. The same option you give me is what I'm giving you. I have to return the favor, darling. 
say the option you have to fuck with me and call me when you want something is the same option I have to ignore you when you going through some shit. That's no cap. No. And shit, that's the most powerful. I don't. What made us like that though? Because this is some shit that we've never really talked about. Yeah. But it's shit. It's just the way we are. So what do you? Cause I don't, I honestly don't know, but the, I think the same way. Cause it's like, well, I don't want to deal with a lot of the shit that motherfuckers come with on a daily basis. I only want to fuck with you when you want to fuck with me. I only want to fuck with you as much as you fuck with me. Exactly. So that way, I don't have to worry about no outside nothing. Right. I don't really I don't give a fuck about, about. that shit. I don't care. I'm talking about what's going on in front of us. Literally. So like. Well, it serves no purpose. When, shit. shit, to be honest though, how do you feel about that now at your age? Did you feel like did you feel like that when you was my age? No, I didn't respect women at that time. Okay, you want to elaborate more? Because due to a situation that happened in Japan, where I was nine years old and two women that was twenty three and twenty four took advantage of that, and he was fucking me. So, after that situation, I stopped caring about bitches. Since you treated me like an object, I'm going to treat you the same. Mm. So, I didn't even respect women until I got about your age. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to come on you and you can go. I don't want to know you as a person. You're you're an object, bitch. Get on your knees. Thank you. <laughs> That's how I used to be. How did you grow out of that? I ran into a girl that demanded respect and didn't just say the shit because it made bullets on board shit. She said it and she meant it. What you mean? Like, any of that fly shit I did with any other girl and got away with, I did to her and she checked my ass. Nigga, what? Yes. She checked me. You got to tell me about this, bro. Every time. Every time I said some fly shit to her, like, yo, I don't <laughs> even know why we talking. Like, you pop them fucking titties out. And she was, <laughs> you see what? No, she, no, she didn't slap me. That was the scary part, because she never raised her hand to me. She hurt me with words. Like, she's like, all right. You say what you say. I'm about to hit you with facts. Shit, you can't even <laughs> regard it. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. I don't ever want to run into that. I don't oh. ever want to run into her. Like, oh. Keep her far away from me. Oh. Hell no. Oh. oh. Hell no. To the fact where you got me. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. Dad's ass whoopers have nothing on this shit. Oh, God. When you can't say shit. I'm like, and you legit can't say shit. I'm like, (laughs) all right. uh, I I deserve that. Uh, I apologize. See, I don't be. I was tripping. And she humbled me. And I respect her to this day. Now, granted, she has dumbed down a little bit, and she realized that I got worse. And she's like, you know what? And she's like, it's my fault that you're like that. I said, no, 
Uh, no, it's actually not your fault. It's my dad's. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. No, it's not your fault. It's my dad's. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, cause I wasn't like this. I wasn't like this before high school. I became nonchalant in high school. Yeah, I started to become nonchalant way earlier. Because you was around the you was around dad way. Because I was yeah, I spent too much time with dad. No cap. So I inherited a lot of that. I don't give a fuck that dad chose. It is crazy. Every time he talked to you or I, he always say, Dino, get no damn fuck. Right, and I'd be like, bro. Like, he said that shit literally yesterday. <laughs> he said, hey, so you going to talk to Donnie? You can't talk to Donnie. He don't get no damn fuck. Yeah, get no I said, dad. <laughs> you, think he, you think he developed that shit from nowhere? He be like, some shit, I don't know what shit. He ain't get that shit from me. I'm like, all right, nigga. Like, what <laughs> no, you mean? I got that from you. <laughs> That's exactly what I got. That's what I be saying. I don't think. And the, the funniest, the funniest part about it, because I was even, I was even saying to myself the other day, "How can I get mad at dad? That'll be getting mad at myself." Right. I literally, like, I literally seen sides of dad that he wasn't even intentionally trying to show me. <laughs> so I'm like, nigga. You can't say that. I've seen sides of you that you what you didn't intentionally show me, nigga. I've seen you. I've witnessed you. What the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? <laughs> bro, but and to see the here the thing is, bro. People be sitting up here looking at me like uh, and think I'm bad, bro. Y'all gotta see my dad, bro. No, like no, nigga. You have to see the original. You have to meet the OG. I'm this the same you. nigga who told me on the phone conversation, I can't <laughs> help that I'm the smartest nigga I know. <laughs> like, come on now. And you think we, and you shocked at where we, where we get that from. Come bro, on. that nigga is hilarious, Real, bro. Lucy, talk to my Hey, guy. bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Come on. The funniest nigga in the world, bro. Real, that shit's funny as hell. His ass is funny as hell, bro. I was talking to him the other day, bro. I can't even remember what we was talking about for real. Mm-hmm. But he said something. He said something of the nature like that, and I was like, it just made me want to draw the question, like, if you, like, Dad, if you think you're the smartest nigga you know, that makes me wonder: Are you the only nigga you know? Like, what does that mean, bro? How do you? How are you the smartest nigga? Like, how do you know everything? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, listening to it, right? It's, and you wanna know, it just got to a point. It just got. I said all that to say this. It got to a point to where I just called this nigga to just listen to how the fuck I think. Because to be honest, when I be listening to him and then he be saying some shit, I be like, okay, I was tweaking, and then I just do the other of what I was trying to do, right? Dad is a good person to talk to when you want to know yourself. <laughs> Dad is the greatest person to talk to when you want to know yourself. You know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to end this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to end this podcast on that. No. <laughs>
dollars, man. Oh, shit. Hey, you the funniest nigga. Get your lighters up, yo. <laughs> Where the other one at? Oh, you the. Do- <laughs> oh, it's right here. It's blending in and shit. <laughs> oh, shit.